Down at Third Man, the cricket podcast. Talking all things cricket, from club cricket to million pound franchises to the Test Match Arena. Proudly supported by Woodstock Cricket. Welcome to Down at Third Man podcast. And yes, it is true. As we've just been saying off camera, England are still shit. Uh, as always, we're sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. Go and check them out. And we're still supporting Cardiac Risk and the Young. So make sure you donate to them if you can this Christmas. But yeah, it, England lost again comfortably. Uh, went to day five. Went to technically the last session, but it was it was not not to be. Um, so joined tonight by Jim, Andy, and Jono. Uh, come to Jim first. How are we, mate? Yeah, I mean, feel like I've wasted the last five mornings, but um, <laughs> other than that, it's nearly Christmas, isn't it? And then Boxing Day, and we get to you know, get fresh all over again. So, yeah, all cushy my own, mate. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure most of the England team feel like they've wasted the last five days as well. Uh, Jono, I mean, I, I feel like you're going to get very angry at points tonight. How are you? I am angry. I'm beyond anger. I'm beyond <laughs> anger. I'm, uh, I'm at the despair stage of my uh, relationship with England cricket right now. But as Jim says, it's Christmas. I've eaten nothing but chocolate for three days. So you keep going on that chocolate diet, mate. It helps us all. It gets us through the pain of England being shit. Mounty, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to be just as miserable. But if there's one thing I can guarantee, it'll be that you don't want to change the openers purely because the only other opener available is your best mate, Creepy Crawley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could always put something like woke, so couldn't you? On the basis he's a better batsman than bowler abroad, you might as well. <clears throat> you might, if you got to fit him in the team, you might as well get him doing something useful, and it keeps that idiot Crawley out the side. <laughs> yeah, well, he is the only English player to score double figures in every innings. Which I mean, fair play to him, I guess. That's it. Free for Warwickshire, doesn't he? Yeah, I'd, well, I'd, I mean, I'd have him. I'd get him up there. Fuck it, why not at this point? So, um, quick look at obviously what actually sort of happened, I guess, as as it went on. Um, Australia batted first and, well, they batted big. Again, England, I thought, started reasonably well. Looked like they were bowling all right. And then we dropped catches. We got DRS decisions wrong. And then we started bowling too short, which seems to be the, just what England do abroad. Uh, Aussies posted 4-7-3 for nine. Warner got 95. I guess that's one of the few positives that Warner... Bottled it again. Labashain got 103. Smith got 93. He bottled it too. Um, and there was 50 down the lower order of Carey and a 39 out for Mitchell Stark, who always seems to score runs against England. Um, Stokes came away with a very expensive three for Wokes, we spoke about his bowling, wasn't great. Um, and there wasn't really, I guess, Ollie Robinson, the only one to, to bowl under two and over, was probably the highlight. And then it all went wrong yet again for England, collapsing to 236 for 10, um, which, well, when you when you look at the you four... You just said for 10? You know what I mean. Since, all since when have you just turned it's into a box cricket commentator? It's because I'm too busy 10. trying to read it off of off frigging flash, uh, flash scores, mate. Can't handle it. We were... One, we were 150 for two, and we ended up 
236 all out, so 86 runs for eight wickets. Um, nothing sums up England more than that, I don't think it's fair to say. Uh, four for, for Mitch Stark there, uh, and three for, for Nathan Lyon, which is always annoying to see. The Aussies then went in it 230 before declaring up nine down, 50s for Marnus and Travis Head. Uh, again, a couple of wickets for Robinson, and worryingly, Two wickets for David Milan, two wickets for Joe Root. I can't wait to speak to Jono about that in a sec. And then England all out for 192, despite the best efforts of Chris Wokes with 44 and 26 off 207 balls by Josh Butler before he decided to kick down his own stumps. Jono, I'm going to come to you first, mainly on actually not the batting in this case, but the bowling and I guess the decision on the fact that we had Ollie Robinson bowling spin and we had David Milan in, of course, Roots bowling bowling spin. What what on earth do you make of four years of prep ending up in that scenario? Right, okay. So, (laughs) um, from the sublime to the bizarre, I suppose, I'm absolutely chuffed a bit that uh, David Milan's got two wickets because... It provides hope for all of us rank part-timers that there is absolute hope out there that, uh, you know, one day I might take a test wicket and that dream is still very much alive. Um, So David Milan picking up two fit, no issue. Joe Root picking up two fit, no issue whatsoever because, quite frankly, they were the best of the options that we had at the time. Ollie Robinson bowling off-spin, however, is and I'm being deadly serious when I say this, one of the most appalling things I have ever seen in top-level sport, period, never mind just in the cricketing world. It's like, and the only thing I've got to compare it, and this is only because it flashed up on my Sky Sports Christmas, uh, obviously there is other TV channels available, um, David James going up front for Man City in the Premier League is the only thing that I've got to compare this to. Someone who's got absolutely no right to be doing what they were doing, but did it anyway at the top level of sport. And frankly, it was just bonkers. And as for preparation, now that I've calmed down and had a think, I could say that, you know what, it's been four four years of wasted preparation. But realistically, I don't think it is. We became really good at white ball cricket by saying what we were doing wasn't working. This is what we've got to do. These are the players that we've got to play with. Can they play in this way? Yes, they can crack on we're going to back them to the hilt and they're going to do they're going to do it this way and this is the way we're going to do things and if it works happy days if it doesn't oh well in red ball cricket what we've decided is we've decided that i believe and this is where it becomes a bit hazy which i think is a systematic failing of the entire plan is no one's got a clue really what we're trying to do so what we've done in the meantime over the last four years is we've kind of like ebbed and flowed and decided that we've got one world-class player He's going to score the majority of our runs. And what we're going to do is nudge and noodle and, and basically back time amongst the other top five, top six. Now, the issue with that is that's all well and good, but the the issue where this will all fall down is when you haven't got the players to play that system. So we look at the likes of Sibley, technical flaws. We look at the likes of Burns, technical flaws. We look at the likes of Crawley, who burst onto the scene, got a massive 200 and whatever, hits the ball really hard technical floor and then we look at the bowling side of things where you've got uh, we'd 
we talk about variety this, variety that. Ultimately, I did, yes, I can get on the variety train and all that, but ultimately, if you look at an attack like India's or a look like an, an attack like Australia's, which, in my opinion, are the best two attacks in the world, um, closely followed by New Zealand, by the way, mm. yes, they've got variety, but they're just all-round better. They've got a little bit of everything and they do everything a little bit better. We've spent four years and got exactly the same as we've always had. People who bowl somewhere between 80 and 83, uh, don't get an awful lot of bounce and don't bowl a particularly awful lot else other than a length or a, what we describe as a county line in England. Yes, Joffrey Archer is missing. Yes, he would have been a lot different. Yes, Ollie Stone is missing and I think he would have made a bit of a difference. But not playing Mark Wood in this game I think was criminal because he's the only person who could have made a difference and proved that in South Africa the other year. Um, and then we add into the fact that we haven't got a spinner who's any good or we don't believe in and we've horrifically failed the best years of his career um, and we also can't sort a wicketkeeper position out because we don't know who our best keeper is um, or who the best wicketkeeper batsman is because we can't decide whether they should be a batsman or a wicketkeeper and what we've ended up with is an area where they can't do either so basically, all in all, uh, basically we've got no plan and even if we had a plan, we haven't got the people good enough to fulfil a plan for Red Bull cricket. And what we need is completely clear the decks, say what we're going to do, say how we're going to do it, and work towards that. Because right now, I haven't got a clue what we're doing. We're not getting any better. And as a result, we're going backwards. Because if you ain't getting better, you're going backwards. So I shall no longer rant and rave or get excited about them until such time as I know what we're doing and we actually look like we know what we're doing. Sorry for taking up so, so much time on this Zoom call. I'm pretty sure we all enjoyed that little rant there, to be honest. <coughs> Someone else who I've got a feeling may have a little rant ready uh, is Jim. I'm going to let you t- tackle the the batting woes and the fact that we only appear to have, well, I didn't say two people who can hold a bat, but I think that's unfair on Chris Woke. So three people who can hold a bat, um, all three of which they can't actually get to a monumental score at the moment. It's quite depressing when you think that, in all honesty, there is actually no one better equipped at the moment to come into the batting lineup. <clears throat> There's no hidden talent anywhere. There's, there's nothing. Rory Burns is the best opener in English cricket at the moment. And Hasib Hamid is probably there, thereabouts as well. There's no one really that much better than Ollie Pope. You could give Dan Lawrence a go, who I think is a good player. But you just have to look, you know, we're just not producing good batsmen. They've all got quirky techniques or they're too frantic and they just try so hard to get bat on ball and get going and bat like Joe Root. And they're just shit. It's just, I can't even rant. It's just all the all the hope and, you know, I've, I expect nothing. So, I've very much got battered wife syndrome. I expect nothing. So anytime I do get, you know, a little bit of joy, it means that little bit more to me. And I'll take the beatings every now and then. They're just not good, mate. It, it, you know, anyone who said, and myself included, that England were going to compete in this series is a fucking idiot, really. All the signs were there. Did You know, we've been battered away in India, battered at home by New Zealand, battered at home by India. But yeah, 
we, some of us still believe that England would compete, and I've got no idea. You know, I feel rather stupid, <laughs> to be honest. I've I've been done again. I've been done <coughs> again. So, Mounty, um, obviously, we're talking about all these problems we've got. I'm going to put it to you: which which is the biggest problem, and we need to focus on most. Um, well, take your pick of five. Batting, bowling, fielding, wicketkeeping, captaincy, coach, oh, six. Yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all equally shambolic. There's no no there's no one area where you say we've got this covered, we can concentrate on the others. Everything seems to be just equally yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if we work on the basis that Anderson will probably retire at the end of this series, he ain't gonna play in Australia again. Which is presumably what he's he's hung on for till till thirty nine. Um, Robinson looks a find. Uh, I'll, I'll give him that. He looks like he's got something. That, I mean, he, he has a decent test career if he um, can stay fit and stay off causing mire on social media. Always helps. Always helps. Uh, Archer, I think we've seen the last of in test cricket. I don't think he'll. Don't I don't think you'll ever. I agree, but don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm massive. I'm massively disagree with that. <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I think Archer's class, but well, is he going to bowl 20 overs in a day again, or is he going to say, "Well, I'll go around the world, play four four overs in T20, and then play World Cups, Champions Trophy for England"? I, depends. I how just, I just don't. Captain. Yeah, yeah. If he gets a better captain, he might come back. But I don't think he. I don't think Root suits him. And what, what did they bowl in um, that first test in New Zealand? About 42 overs in innings? Something daft like that. Yeah. You, can't, uh, you can't treat a, a proper fast bowler like that. Root was like a kid at Christmas. He broke his toy straight away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's what he has done. I think, he's, I think he has broken him. Um, if he's got a... <coughs> if his elbow's buggered, is he going to say, well, I'll earn me money doing stuff where it's not going to cause me either, cause me operations going forward? I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Stone sounds like he's almost had it. Like many, like many right. an English fast bowler. We yeah. can't produce fast bowlers. They play we, we 18 we, we don't, well, first we, half we, games a season. We can, we can produce them. I just don't think we know what to do when we've got them. <laughs> well, we can't keep them fit. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, 18, 18 first class games in the season, plus your <clears> T20, <throat> plus your 100. They're broken by, by June. They're done. Yeah. Yeah, and then but in April, what are you doing having a fast ball on your side? You might as well have Darren Stevens or Chris Rush- Rushworth bowling at you know mine or your pace and picking up fifty or sixty wickets. Exactly, it's a Jack, <coughs> it's the Jack Leach syndrome as well, isn't it? There's no need yeah. for a spinner either. No, I don't. And the problem we've we've had in this series, I think, is we're we're again picking a side for the next test. We're not concentrating on winning the game that we've we've got. Oh, we need to rest. Broad and Anderson on a green seamer in Brisbane, but we'll play him in Adelaide because we're fantasising about this pink ball thing on a, 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 uh, a spinning try- deck. They're trying to be too clever and they're not yeah. good enough to be that clever. They exactly. chuck Jack Leach in after being AWOL for a year at the Gabba and then they drop him for a spinning pitch at Adelaide. Yeah. Leach should have spent last week in the net bowling and, and getting himself ready to, to win us the game in Adelaide like Swan did 10, 11 years mm. ago or... Whoever else won it last time we won in Adelaide. 
I mean, Lions, Lions got something like 80, 90 wickets in Adelaide, anti, so it must have some element to spin about it. Second highest wicket taker ever at Adelaide, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Kevin Peterson got Michael Clark out of Adelaide. I was there for that. Well, okay, great scenes. Well, as seen as we seem to be edging towards that way anyway, I guess the only thing we should really talk about is how long on earth do you solve the problem that is English Red Bull cricket? So forget about the next three tests in Australia. Forget about the West Indies for now. I want three points, if possible, boys, from each of you. And you can agree well, on no. some, obviously, if you want. Three things you would change about English cricket, whether that's the England team or whether that's the domestic structure, what three changes would you like? I'm going to let Jono go first because I feel like Jono will have more than three, really. Oh, okay. Um, the coach. Yeah. Because I think ultimately he's culpable, so he's gone. Um, we brought Trevor Bayliss in to make us better at white ball cricket. Worked. Uh, Sorry to quote Andy Tate, the Man United fan here, but Chris Silverwood uh, got the job on a technicality. Um, <laughs> it's time to go. Of a legend who recommended you. Um, coach, um, the system. And so I, what I mean by that is I, I would much rather have 10 to 12 um, franchises. I'll say franchises. Um, regions of the country rather than the amount of counties that we play. Um, and three. Wow. They've been my first two. Um, third. Yes, you want to come captain. back to your third, mate? Or are you just getting, oh, you're getting captain, no. good lad? I'm getting captain. There you go. I'm going to keep it to three. I'll be polite. I'll keep it to three. I like They're it. The three systematic changes I'm going to make. Jim, agree, disagree, agree, but want to add a couple more in just for for why yeah, not? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to set fire to the county system as we know it. To be honest, I'm bidding off the T20 competition with the counties. Um, in place, you could have a fucking. Knockout competition with the minor counties spread the game a little bit that way. Um, I'm culling a few counties or giving those counties the option to be white ball only. Um, but mind you, if I'm killing T20 cricket, they can't be white ball only. So fuck them. They're out. <laughs> My club Suffolk's included. So yeah, I'm culling Northamptonshire, Leicestershire, Derbyshire, Glamorgan, Sussex and... Whoever else, someone else. Um, <laughs> someone else can go. Yeah, I'll pick a name out of a hat. Um, play more games in the middle of summer where the pitches are at their flattest. Um, third point. I'd like to um, have all head groundsmen centrally contracted to the ECB and not the counties so that the ECB can actually say what sort of pitches they want whereas the current system where Kent need to get a win to stay up in Div 1 or go up in Div 2 and they produce a green seamer for Darren Stevens to take eight poles on so there's, there's my three cull a few counties cull the 
county T uh, twenty blast, and centrally contract the ground staff, and fuck Chris Silverwood off as well. Uh, Spoons, as he's known, is having a great night here. Mounty, what what would you say to that? Uh, I think you've covered most of it. I think the the key for me, if we're going to be serious about going back to Red Bull, is Red Bull. Well, having it on a par with White Ball is is the schedule. As I said before, you can't have the Red Bull season just in April and September with a handful of games in between and expect to compete. Um, no, that just seems logical to me. Uh, I'd, I'd sack everyone as well, but once I've <laughs> sacked everyone, I, I suppose I've got to find somebody or replace them and I'm not convinced that there's anybody else. Um, somebody like Gillespie or Gary Kirsten might be a, a Oh, no, no, coach, no, no, but... no, 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 no. Gillespie, not a chance. He's a fraud of a coach, sorry. Did a good job I... at Yorkshire. Yeah, he didn't do a good job at Sussex, though. No, that's <laughs> He had the best white ball squad in the country and he barely made quarterfinals. Don't don't get me started on Gillespie. I've got a lot of hatred towards that, man. But we don't want him for white ball. We just want him for red ball. Maybe he'll be all right. Yeah, yeah Sussex finished bottom in Div yeah, 2. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Trying to find we get rid of Sussex, I'm presumably we're, we're getting rid of their history as well. So. <laughs> yeah, oh. what history? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well... I guess looking at not quite as far ahead, um, the next test and the next three tests, I guess what what sides would you boys be going with? And then sort of looking ahead to the West Indies where obviously we can then get a lot more different faces and if we want to, what would you be looking for? Um, I'm going to start with Jim. I would honestly pick the next team on Christmas. Like they'll spend Christmas Day together, put everyone's names in the hat and do it as a Christmas raffle. Couldn't be any worse, could it? That's honestly how I put the next well. team because it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference if Crawley opens the batting. Doesn't make a difference if Bairstow keeps wicket. It just really, really doesn't change a fucking thing at the moment. So yeah, pick names out of a hat and then pick batting positions out of a hat. Let's have Don Best open the batting with Chris Wokes. May as well, may as well. Uh, looking at it, the West Indies though, what would you? And sort of the next year's test cricket, is there anyone you'd be desperate to drop out, to bomb out completely? Anyone you're thinking needs to come in? Joffre. Joffre. Well, we'll all have Joffre yeah, the, back if he's fit. <laughs> the, the, the talk is that he is going to be going to the Caribbean. That is the, the chat. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. i make it a bit more interesting, if nothing else. Anyone you're desperate bomb out? Anyone... You think deserves a go? We just like to see, just to mix it up. Darren Stevens. Why not? Why not? I'd love to see Joffre at one end it, and Darren Stevens at the other. It, it doesn't it, make a difference. No, we're, we're just shit. I think that's pretty fair. Uh, Mounty, you anyone you're desperate to bomb out or see come in? And what uh, do you, what get, do you do in the second test? The third test. I get Crawley out. I know he hasn't played yet, but I'd just get him out anyway. <laughs> I'm glad to see the hatred still there. I love it. He's, he's not good enough, I'm afraid. He never will be good enough. Um, I'd still stick with Pope. I know I'm. I know I'm fighting a, a losing battle here for a bloke who keeps appears to keep making the same out. mistakes. Uh, but I think a bloke that averages 80 in first class cricket must have something. You would hope so, wouldn't you? 
but maybe it's just very, very flat at the oval. Yeah, no, that, that it doesn't reflect very well on our first-class system if he doesn't have anything, does it? <laughs> wow. We've seen plenty of other players um, prove that fact, I guess. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, to Travis had averaged 18 last year, and he's come out and smashed it, hasn't he? Yeah, probably not against our bowling attack, though. <laughs> no. Mm, true. True. Um, Jono, what are you thinking for next test? And do I do I dare? Do I even dare ask what who you'd be wanting to see bombed out? Um, well, to be fair, I was always taught that the sign of insanity was uh, doing the same thing over and over and expecting something to change. So if we did, if we just want to keep getting bombed every week to two weeks, then just keep the side the same and get it over and done with. Um, as Jim says, because it's going to make fucking no difference anyway. But I suppose if I wanted to try something, because now is the time for trying, I think I'd go... Um, I would have Wood in, and I probably wouldn't be dropping Wood either, if given a choice. I just think he's probably the only one that does provide us anything different. So he comes in. Um, would you have my mood in, Jonna? Get him in from the big bash. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'd probably, I'd probably rather see Mahmood play than Anderson or Broad. Is that a pretty yeah. telling? Um, is that a pretty telling scenario? Well, the fund we've signed has name. We've signed Mohammed has name. They reckon Sakib is yeah, now officially on standby. Me. I mean, just just look at us. We've got a, a severely poor track record of doing this kind of thing of panicking a little beans off and trying to change something, which is. Honourable because you do need to change something if it's not going very well. But I think it was Tom Curran we bought in last time and fuck my life. Uh, if we're bringing in Tom Curran to save our lives, I might as well just chuck myself off the fucking bridge now. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm giving so up on cricket. Tom Curran ever reappears in Test cricket. I'll be honest. So I kind of like yeah. feel for whoever. I do feel for whoever is going to come in because someone is going to come in. We all know that, don't we? Someone is coming in. Um, probably a few people. Um, I think Burns looks completely flummoxed, so uh, I'd I'd be surprised if he played either of those two openers. To be fair, because I think Hamid looked all at sea. Um, I've got no idea who you play, unless Milan opened with <coughs> Crawley. Um, but then I've got no idea who bats at three, unless you bring Bairstow in at three. I don't know. Dan Lawrence, I'd quite like to see Dan Lawrence giving the go because. He scored runs in Australia for the Lions before. Um, I'd also be sticking with Pope. I don't know what it is about Ollie Pope, but it's really pissed me off because every time he finds some form, he gets injured. Um, he's got no distinct batting position because we don't really know where to play him because we think we're convinced that the position he bats in county cricket is a false position. But I wouldn't be too. Um, I wouldn't be too like against putting him in at three. It might Ooh. sound ridiculous being it he struggled, but like that's where he bats for three four is where he bats for um, Surrey. So I just wouldn't mind giving it a, a go. He looks much better with pace on the ball. He's looked fucking dreadful against Spain. Um, yeah, fuck it, why not? I'd probably have Ollie Pope at three, Crawley open the batting with Milan maybe, Root at four, Stokes at five. Best at six. I don't know. Butler seven. Fuck who knows. Just play a spinner. 
Play spinner every game. Stop fucking about with that as well. Just play a spinner. Even if he gets absolutely tated, just play a spinner because you just know that you're going to need a spinner and Joe Root is not a spinner. Um, Like, for fuck's sake. Right, when we were any good, right, and bear in mind, we did have... I'm not trying to say that Ashley Giles was a will-beater or anything like that, but when we were any good, how many times did we used to drop Ashley Giles or Graham Swan? Can anyone answer me that? How many times we used to drop them voluntarily? Not very. If ever. The only time we dropped very. Giles was to bring Panasar yeah. in, wasn't it, I suppose? Yeah. yeah. The only time so, Swan got so. dropped was against South Africa in that one test match, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it was a fucking shit show. So that is, again, that speaks up volumes to me. So just play a spinner, even if they're not very good. Um, yeah. So I'd probably play Leach, just say, fuck it. I'd probably play Wood. I'd probably play Mahmood. I'd probably play Robinson. Although he looked absolutely caked, so he might genuinely need a rest, in which case I'd probably... Oh, it's like choosing between my nan or my mum. I don't really know. Um, Broad, maybe. Because um, I wouldn't be picking Wokes, because I think Wokes is just seemingly ineffectual over there. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know who else we've got left. Not many. Not very good anyway. Yeah, let that, that's the be all and end all. Not very good. So, in some way, shape, or form, I'd be trying to shoehorn Dan Lawrence in there. I'd be trying to shoehorn um, Wood and Bairstow in there for sure. They're my full shores. Giving a go. And a spinner. And a spinner, yeah. Fair Wood. enough. Why not? Right, so we've got five minutes left, I guess, quickly. I mean, I don't think this game be hard or take long at all. But predictions for the third test. Jim, what are you going for? Well, we're going to lose, but we might have a good day, a couple of good sessions. <laughs> we're just all over, we're all over the place. They've got Cummins coming back, Hazelwood to come back. They're getting stronger. We're getting weaker. Yeah, we're going to lose. I'll still watch it, you know, Christmas period and everything. But, um, I'm, I'm fully expecting Bearstow to open the batting. I just think they're going to go for it. <laughs> oh, the joys. I love oh, English cricket because I don't even think that's... I think that's more likely than unlikely and I think that sums it up. Mounty, what are you yeah, predicting? That... Uh... Australia by a similar margin to this week. Great. Um, I think we'll have, I think, like Jim said, I think we'll, we, we normally have a, a good session or two at Melbourne, don't we? Um, where we sort of have, it's normally one where we think, oh, we might, if we play well the following day, we might get something here. And then we don't play well the following day and then lose anyway. But it, it normally goes longer before we realise that we're going to lose. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll stick with Australia by. 150, 200 runs, but close, closer first couple of days. Fair enough. John, how dare I ask? Lose by at least an innings. Sound. That's <laughs> pretty to the point, I guess. If I, if I could choose to lose by two, I would. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, I guess I don't really know what what else to say other than this has been exceptionally depressing as what for what will probably 
well, will be our last podcast before Christmas. Um, so sorry that we haven't spread any Christmas cheer at all. Instead, we've bleak. just made we've just been very, very, very fucking bleak. But look on the happy side, Jim. You've got Mohammed Rizwan next year. Surely that cheers you up a little bit. Yeah, we, you know, we treated our captain and club legend like shit last year. Saxon was captain halfway through. We pleaded poverty. We released him two years early from his contract and then signed Travis Head, Rashid Khan and Mohamed Rizwan, even though we've got no money. So, yeah, they'll play with a bunch of under-16s and it'll be shit. Oh, I was hoping for a tiny bit of positivity in there, but... That's the kind of pessimism I can get on board. Bar <laughs> right. humbug. I'm going to drink a lot of whiskey this Christmas and watch England cricket get burnt to the ground. Fucking brilliant. Well, I think the highlight of this week, worryingly for an England fan, um, was, was probably really watching uh, th- that Aussie bloke who decided to just keep downing pint after pint but after being je- cheered on by the crowd. Which I think says it fucking all, really. Oh, oh, quick positive. Um, Joe Root getting hit in the bollocks was funny. That was funny. It shouldn't <laughs> have been funny, but it was. Getting it in the bollocks is always funny when it's not you. Um, I think that's pretty fair to say. Right then, gents. I think with that, we'll wish everyone out there a Merry Christmas. Tell them to make sure they check out and spend the Christmas money on Woodstock stuff and spend the Christmas money donating to Cardiac Risk and the Young. And good luck to everyone who is going to be daft enough like us to wake up on Boxing Day to watch England, no doubt, fuck it up again. Cheers and have a good Christmas. Looking for a new cricket equipment partner for yourself or your club can sometimes be tricky with so many options to choose from. How do you make the right choice? When you want quality, value and service, There really is only one place to start. For more than a decade, Woodstock Cricket have been producing award-winning, high-performance cricket bats from their Shropshire workshop. Matched with their classy soft goods, luggage and accessories, Woodstock Cricket really do tick all the boxes. Get in touch with Woodstock Cricket and find out why many loyal clubs, players and international customers can't be wrong at info at woodstockcricket.co.uk. Down at Third Man, the cricket podcast, proudly supported by Woodstock Cricket. Yeah.